Our approach to networking is this. You're out here looking for genuine connections. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives, it's Becca from Orange County. I get invites all the time to go to networking events, but I'm not really sure what the point is. What's your perspective? Thanks. Fantastic question. We've been thinking about this a lot recently ourselves. Mostly because I realized I've gone an entire day sometimes, sometimes a whole weekend, without speaking a word, which... Oh my God, for an extrovert, total nightmare scenario. <laughs> but like if, if I'm not speaking out loud, that means that I'm not talking to anyone, right? right? Like I'm not making any, I'm not talking to friends. I'm not talking to relatives. I'm not talking to, well, I'm sure she's not talking to colleagues because it's, we don't work on the weekends, but I, it just means that I'm not, I'm not interacting with anything or anyone like. And if you are, you're not meeting new people. Right, exactly. So we, we have been thinking about this networking thing a lot and this is our perspective. It's a little bit of a dissertation, but stick with us. <laughs> Every single one of my friends came from some kind of structure. Like all my friends from high school, junior high, elementary school even, are just like popping out of the woodwork like daisies. It's amazing. And like turns out they're still kind of cool. The ones that aren't, we leave them on Facebook. The ones that are, we meet for lunch regularly. I have some clients from them. Like we're, we're doing a great job. Um, or they came from like like a church situation mm-hmm. or like a friends of friends of friends of family. Like, I don't know, it was like some structure my parents managed. Right, you know like what some I mean? kind like, of family-centered yeah, structure. Totally. And then I would say my closest friends that like I consider absolute key component, pillar of my life. Most of them I met like within the same two-year period in college. I'm determined. That's when you make all your friends, by the way. <laughs> and after that moment, adults just do not make friends. In fact, in that two years, this is me specifically speaking from personal experience, every single friend that I do business with right now that I like have a really strong connection to have made multi-million dollar deals with, have like dated, been to their weddings, been to their divorce parties. (laughs) Everyone comes from this one class, comms 101. Amazing. A situation from the same group happened today. This morning, one of our friends from this class posted that she just bought a pizza shop. Couple hours later, another friend who's dating somebody from this class, he texts me. He's like, "Hey, yeah, I talked to her this morning. I recommended you to her for social media marketing." Mm. I'm like, "Great!" And so then I told you, I also met you in the same couple year, year period. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, guess what? She may need a website. That's on me now. Yeah. Another friend from that same class. He owns a restaurant management system that goes all the way from like supply ordering through POS. Think like uh, Toast or something like that. He owns that. So like suddenly this new pizza shop owner has all of the structure she could ever need to run her business within three to four people, one degree separated, half a degree separated, zero degree separated from that junior year in college class. Not wild. It's absolutely wild. It's ridiculous. But like that structure doesn't exist anymore. College doesn't exist anymore. High school doesn't exist anymore. Like I'm kind of piecing together some stuff, but like generally speaking, like we've been in a very structured system for our whole lives. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't know when you get to be like an adult, even adult who's got a new job in a new city. None of that exists. I legitimately do not know how we're supposed to like recreate something that strong, like a network that is that useful and so strong these days. It's not happening at bars. I'm not doing that. No. It's not happening at coffee shops to go there to get work done. Yeah. And I'm not saying people haven't met at coffee shops, but 
Rarely. It's not a structure. There's no explicit purpose about coffee shops we're meeting. Yeah, there's also like no iteration. For example, this comms 101 class we're talking about in college, this was one of those classes where you meet every Tuesday at four o'clock in the afternoon. Frequency and pacing and consistency. Yes, church every Sunday, every Wednesday night. So you find yourself asking the question, where does a commingling happen now? Like, where is the structure? I think my working theory is that this catch-all of networking is college for adults. At college, you meet people who can change your life, but we're also have a common goal or a couple of common things we're learning together. Mostly it's getting an education or discovering yourself or whatever. Something has brought us all to the same place where we're doing similar things. We're all going same direction, same pace for a while. And, and I think that's what networking is now. Like after that structure is gone, like networking is a typically a monthly or a biweekly thing where you meet some similar people, you do similar things. There's either like a workshop or a cocktail hour or whatever. Like, in fact, I think they could probably benefit from being more structured, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but you have those same things of frequency and pace, yep. consistency, mm-hmm. and commonality of goal. Yeah, we're all in the same position in in our lives. We're all right. working, we're all young, we're all professionals, We're all, like, or we're old and we're professionals. We're in the same industry and we're professionals. Yes, exactly. It's like everyone's in comms 101 for a reason. We might end up eventually in advertising or marketing or whatever, but right now we all have to take this class. Mm-hmm. So right now in this place, we're all here. I think what you can get out of networking today is the same thing that Vanessa got out of that two-year period, (laughs) that comms 101 class, that one semester. Like you can get as much out of it now as Vanessa has from her college years. Because it's provided that structure where there's some like consistency in like commingling. (laughs) Commingling. I know. But like that, like it's just. But it's putting people together, which you don't have otherwise. No, uh uh-uh. Because otherwise, what what are you doing? You've got your nuclear team at work. You maybe have some cross-functional team members. But every single one of those relationships should be transactional and you don't trust anybody there to be your total self with. You're in that meeting for a reason and a task. And you're judged on your outcomes, your behavior. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. And you're trying to crawl over everyone else to get to <laughs> the top of the ladder there. Yeah. So like, <laughs> that's not a commingling space. No, that's a <laughs> vertical. I don't We're not going to the visuals there. <laughs> So Becca, with that in mind, we want to talk to you about how we, the workwives, think about networking. And we'll do that after the break. Okay, Holland, I know we have an episode about this, but let's talk about networking. I kind of love networking. I know, right? And I don't think it's any surprise to anybody, but we're in Texas right now. I mean, I'll be in Texas forever. If your tattoo has anything to say about it. Yes, thank you. Are you going to get a California tattoo? Is that where we're going with this? Ask me about my thoughts about tattoos later, please. Okay, noted. (laughs) While you're in Texas, though, and you love networking, we found a group in Texas that we love. Texas Young Professionals. Texas Young Professionals. (laughs) (laughs) Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Houston, San Antonio, shouting it out. In each city, they get together once a month for sometimes free appetite cocktails you listen to the vice president dating opportunities um it's it's a really great group we love everyone involved in it and we're really excited to uh blow it up if you're in any of those towns come through come find us on instagram at texas young pros now that we're back i have one word to describe the approach to networking genuine not genuine it's a rapper (laughs) noted (laughs) our approach to networking is this you're out here looking for genuine connections we all know that one asshole 
Who does networking. <laughs> yes, exactly. Who's out here networking, who no. loves networking. No. no one loves networking. No one likes making friends. No, but we like, like having friends. Yes. And we all know that like one guy who like gives us this like visceral negative reaction to networking. Yeah. That's because they're going in trying to get something out of it. You can feel that when somebody's like talking to you only to like extract something from you. So icky. So gross. That's not the ask your wife way. No, and it's not even human. No, 100%. You know what I mean? The genuine way to approach this is just like you would go into a college class. You're here with people at the same time, at the same place. I love what you said, at the same pace. Yeah, 100%. That can be networking. Think of it like college. You show up, you bring your best self, and you try to just be a human. It shouldn't be too much of a leap then to say, yeah, this type of genuine connection making, i.e. networking, mm -hmm. can be beneficial to your life, including your career. Yeah, and Fine. In the short term or the long term. But either way, like you cannot approach it with I'm going in to get something out of it. In this way, it's actually anti-corporate America. Ooh, say more. It's not transactional and you cannot predict outcomes. Mm -hmm. Corporate America has these rules and you know, KPIs. you know, like, yeah, we love the rules of corporate America. We want to fuck them up, um, but we want to play by them and win by them. But networking is a human activity, commingling. That's why we like that word. Mm -hmm. Connections. That's why we like that word. Networking has a really dirty connotation, but think of it like this call. I love to keep coming back to this idea of your comms 101 class, yeah. that two years in college, yeah. or that, that one year in college, like, you just come in like trying to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Just be chill. <laughs> be chill. Be chill. Uh-huh. Um, and I know Vanessa like approaches all her relationships like this. You've talked on this podcast about bridges and chasms, and I'd love for you to remind us <laughs> about what you that mean. Was several episodes ago. A long so time ago. It, it requires a refresher. Yeah, like my in fact, you will die for this. I just realized this. That comms 101 professor is the person who described chasms and bridges Shut to me. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah, yeah. Up. Like I just I love it this. just hit me. Full yeah. circle. Oh, she's amazing. Her name's Yvette. Shout her out. She's Hi, incredible. Yvette. Um, but like she described in, in comms 101, she described public relations and public relations practitioners love to have a collection of bridges and chasms at all times. And their entire life becomes being this connector of like, I've got to find the right bridge to meet the right chasm, because not every bridge will work over every chasm. Right. So networking allows me to just make make those connections and say like oh you over here you like these things you have this solution I don't know that I have a problem for that yet but when I do I'm gonna know who to go to this is exactly the problem this morning our friend bought a pizza shop oh shit <laughs> I bought a pizza shop you know what I mean now now I need to maintain the revenue of the pizza shop and I need to grow the pizza shop how do I do that well if I have any systems issues I know I need to go talk to Zach if I have any marketing issues in social media, I need to go talk to Vanessa. Uh -huh, exactly. If I need a website, Vanessa probably has somebody. Yeah, great. Right, like, right. Well, and I'll tell you, I haven't told you this. I'm excited. When you were talking about this person, you know, who just bought a pizza shop, the chasm that I've been carrying around is I have a sister who wants to start a restaurant. So like- When I told you that this morning, your just, eyes lit up and I didn't realize it. why- Yeah, because like, <laughs> like you already knew that, but like it wasn't relevant. Yeah, we weren't, sure. you know, that wasn't like the moment. I have the chasm in my pocket, that person close to me, that I care about wants to start a restaurant. Yeah. And at some point down the road, if our pizza shop owner needs a website, you will have a personal connection with her and then more able to introduce her to your sister exactly. and send your sister that way and say like, hey, go talk to this person. And I'd like to point out, I didn't say this to Vanessa earlier because I'm not out here like trying to like yeah. have a goal and I'm, I'm, I'm poking my finger in the air <laughs> at Vanessa. We need video at this yeah, point. But like, I'm not out here trying to, to, to network, to like extract. Yeah. Right? Like, I just like, I'm just like, 
being a human, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's so exciting for yes. her. I love this for Zach. Mm-hmm. I love this for you. I mean, sure, I love this for me, maybe. Yeah. But like, I'm not attached to this outcome. No. And it, at some point down the road, it may turn into a client to you, but you you didn't sit down right there and start forcing me into a sales funnel. Do you know what no, I'm I was saying? Like, like, we're not doing yeah, that shit. Exactly. We're just like being, we're being chill. Maybe that's our attitude towards networking. First, be chill. Just be chill. What networking does for me is it puts more information in my brain about who's around me, who's interesting. Who's not interesting. We'll find some people <laughs> like that too. Um, and like, and who is interested in what? Like yeah. networking does so much for me. It just allows my knowledge of bridges and chasms to expand so that I can help put them together. Yeah. At, at no benefit to me other than like, I get a warm fuzzy feeling when I do it. You know what I mean? Like there's no well, finders for <laughs> situating out here. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I thought there's no such thing as altruism. What's this warm fuzzy warm, thing? Warm fuzzy feeling is something I love and I look for it all the time. <laughs> Dopamine. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Putting a bow on things gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling. Yes, yeah, I can tell. I'm, I'm, um, I'm looking for a bow. Out the ribbon, I want picking the, bow. the color, tying the, the bow. scissors. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas morning in here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, well, that's our first piece of advice to you is like, let your, you know, your, your excellent, optimized corporate America self, just let her chill for a sec. Take your cutest dress out to the coolest venue that your local cool networking group is hosting their event at and just... Be chill. Thank you for the bow, Holland. When we get back from this break, we're going to talk about how networking can satisfy multiple goals of yours. It's doing a great job, actually. So (laughs) stick with us. We'll see you on the flip side. Becca, this is one more way to look at networking that we want you to consider, especially since you've got these invitations coming in. We get it. Like, what's the point? And the answer is... The answer is, you know, Ask Your Work Wife doesn't believe in single purpose activities. We believe any action that fulfills multiple goals is the right action. That's something I learned from you. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So networking, we've broken this down, (laughs) fulfills multiple goals for us. It helps establish friendships. It increases your activities just generally, like your physical activity even, right? Just like getting out the house. Yes. It can help with your job. It can help further your interest in your side hustles, Mm -hmm. right? Like we think about this like kitchen tools. I don't have a garlic press because you know what? I have a grater. Mm-hmm. Does cheese, garlic press, lemon zest. Yeah, all, exactly. all the things. Nutmeg. Mm. Nice. Hate some cinnamon. Love some nutmeg. We do not have apple core peeler slicers. No. Because I have a knife. Because I have a knife. I don't even have a juicer mm-hmm. because I have a fork. Here's a hack for you from my cooking show, TBD. Slice a lemon in half. Grab one half. Stick a fork in it. Squeeze <laughs> against the fork. Run the fork up and down that thing. Works just as well as a juicer when you're not trying to juice and mass. Now you have a juicer because you juice and mass. I do juice and mass. That's fine. It's fine. Because... That in mass is doing multiple meals, right? right? Not single purpose, everyone. That's exactly right. This is how Vanessa and I live our lives. Yeah. And the example that is closest to home is the <laughs> very fact of our friendship. hundred percent. Vanessa, I'm going to tell you a couple of things. The first thing I'm going to tell you is that Vanessa said to me, if we were not doing a podcast, I don't know what we'd be doing together. Yeah, I really don't. Like, I'd want to hang out with you. I think you're cool. But like, if, I mean, if we weren't building a fucking empire, I don't. Know that we would be this close. I know we wouldn't be spending this much time together. I'm also shrugging my shoulders. Yeah. What do we do? Vanessa didn't always live in this town. And when she moved back about a year and a half ago, I sat her down and I said, <laughs> I know we talk on the phone about once every couple of weeks, but I don't know what this is going to look like when we're in proximity to each she other. I was a little stressed about it. I was a little stressed and that's a, that's a personal problem. But like, And our solution was to like go eight days in the middle of nowhere in the middle of a freeze and just like <laughs> dive in. But that's another, the podcast. another podcast or another story. <laughs> Um, but like, 
Our friendship fulfills multiple goals for the both of us. Yeah. We have a business together. We're friends. Vanessa coaches me. I am a subcontractor for Vanessa. Mm -hmm. I feel like within those four major categories, there's like multiple projects. Like you and I in business together own a media company, a podcast, and are doing pro bono media work for at least two or three other organizations in the city. So like the point of that is like we, we weave in and out of these relationships all the time we end up like catching each other up on our lives in between episodes kind of thing like and it's beautiful like today we have gone in and out of all five six ten (laughs) twelve of those relationships and I don't know how else to live to be honest with you even before I moved down here and we were building this empire when we got on the phone we got on the phone at least once a month I had a goal sheet. You're right. my accountability yes, partner. I remember. Like, I was like, I want to do this for 30 days. And you're like, okay, I made myself a little worksheet. I sent it to you. You walked me through it. And then like, I, I like took notes for the next 30 days and we talked at the top of the next month. That's exactly right. It was wild. But totally like, wild. And I like, I just, I don't know where I would be without like that dual purpose either. Like, yeah, we were, we were friends. You were also helping me in my like personal life, establish some goals, do some routines that had nothing to do with you, but like right. it made me yeah. a better person. Yeah. Like, Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Um, one of the examples that comes to mind for me too is I signed up for kickball last fall. This is not something I would like normally do. It came up through work. There was like a work team. I was like, fabulous. We'll do it. You definitely said it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Like this. Question yeah, mark. yeah. But I'm going to tell you why I did it. And okay. then, and I know you're not surprised right, at this right. point is first of all, I was like, was building rapport with my team. Secondly, I was building my cross-functional uh, mm, network in my yes. organization. Thirdly, I was going outside and getting fresh air. Fourthly, I was exercising. Yes. Fifthly, you reminded me maybe that there were some cute guys on the other team or something. I, mean, I don't shirts know. Shirts and skins, people. Let's like, go. Yeah. It was, it was at least a dipping a toe into the social, <laughs> like the young people social environment of Houston, which still is welcome. Slightly terrifying to me, but okay. Um, but yeah, like I didn't do it because I liked kickball. Yeah. Said no one ever, right? Like even a little bit. Yeah. I did it for all these other five reasons mm-hmm. that together made the activity of signing up for a kickball league appealing to me. I love it. Yeah. I love it. This happens to me daily because I talk to my friends on the phone while I'm doing any number of yeah. activities. Cleaning my house. I don't clean my house anymore, actually. Um, <laughs> doing laundry. Bougie bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Always been this way. Um, grocery no, shopping. Grocery commuting. shopping. Yeah. Driving around Houston, folding, folding laundry. Oh, I still do it, right? Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Doing dishes. Like, I'm always doing something. And this is how you maintain a strong network by like giving of your time. But like yeah. my, my nine to five taken up, my weekends often taken up. I have friends who absolutely know that every other Saturday I am not available. One of your friends apologized for texting <laughs> you today. It was so cute. I was like, oh my God, so cute. Like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm like, I don't expect you to keep no. track of my schedule, but thank you. Adorable. You know what I mean? That's because when I was driving home from your house last night, he called me and we like chatted and mm-hmm. he's like, oh yeah, you're recording tomorrow. Great. Right. Like right. I will check in with you Sunday kind right. of thing. This is just how I live my life. Yeah. You know why? Because I'm ambitious and I have shit to do and I need to get it done before I die. This is how we live our lives. Yeah. Ambitious women have at least dual purpose friendships, activities, projects, partnerships, relationships. But they're doing multiple things at once. Like like yeah. my friend Lydia moved to a foreign country, New Zealand, married a Cook Islander, started a restaurant, working on a PhD, has had three kids in the middle of COVID. She's literally doing the most. We have shit to do. So Becca, bringing back to networking, bring multiple goals to the table. So we've already talked about friendships and getting out of the house and sure, building your career, like your network for your career and mm-hmm. maybe promoting your side hustles or yeah. connecting bridges and chasms. But like, what, what do you want? What are the purposes that you want to bring to the table here? For me, when I do networking, I kind of like getting dressed up. 
Yeah. I kind of like being next to an extrovert. <laughs> like You're welcome. Yeah. Like I can get into a conversation <laughs> with like a little help. So bring a friend. Like I have a networking event coming up in a week. We have one together yep. next week for TYP for mm-hmm. Texas Young Professionals. I'm going to be inviting some of the coworkers from my last company that I haven't seen in a while. Like, totally. What a fun way to connect, do the networking mm-hmm. thing, like show up, have a drink. I don't drink, whatever. I don't know. But like <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> and And like literally five days after that, we have a film premiere That's for right. a, a indie film that I'm promoting. They're a client of mine that mm-hmm. I'm promoting. And I asked them like, how, how big is the venue? How many seats do you want me to fill? And they were like, well, it's like really small, but like we have a few seats. I'm like, great. So I went down a list of my friends who I know have some interest in film. I also went down my list of things that like, okay, these film producers may need some other of these people. They might be, they might be investors. They might be Mm. artists. They might be other, you know what I mean? So I started on those two lists and said, okay, let's start filling some seats. Great. So not only am I like providing support by getting people to this event, which is my job for them, but I'm also like doing it with these quality people that like, Mm -hmm. okay, we're filling more than one purpose here. We're putting asses in seats so that I can get a cool panning shot of a full premiere. Right. But I'm also making sure that like I put the right people in the right place to maybe make this connection. That's what networking is. It's a structure whereby you can do this commingling and like maybe something good will happen, but you can't force it. It's got to be a little bit in Chinese. We call it yuan fun, which is like fate. Ooh. But not like, but not like God fate. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like by happenstance. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I know there's an English word out here in the universe that exists for this. But you got to show up. Totally. hundred percent. So what I would do, Becca, if I were you, is if you're getting invitations to all sorts of different networking events, do a little vetting. Yes. If you have questions about that, ask us. Pick one and go to it consistently. Yes. Go to one that goes at least monthly, that does at least a monthly event. Mm-hmm. If it's any less frequently than that, it's not frequent enough. No. Go monthly, show up, and you'll start seeing the same people over and over again. Yes. And that's how it starts. Got to show up. I'm also sure at some point we will have an episode on like actually tactics to network at a networking event because it can be stressful and us little extroverts can just impart wisdom on the rest of you. We need it. On how to do this. Um, but yeah, if you have urgent questions around this, just send them in. We got you. But I'm sure you'll find some more networking episodes as we continue on this journey together. Yay, Becca, let us know <laughs> how it goes. So excited. question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. All right, we're back from the break, Becca. Wow, that was that was a tricky thing. That was to a say. lot of alliteration. Um, we are back from the break, Becca. Nope, still still nope, can't do it. Sorry. All right, we um, love you. <laughs> we've just had a break, and Becca, what we want to address next? <laughs> with still you. a lot of bees together. Hey, no, I got it though. I said it. I okay. said it like I enunciated more better. Blooper, Jesus blooper content with Becca back from the break. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> okay, we're back from the break, and Becca, this is one more way to look at networking that we wanted to.